Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon. And I'm Sammy Skorstad. Together we have combed through book talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The books of the moment for today's episode are The Poppy War Trilogy by R.F. Kuang. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this trilogy in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. R.F. Kuang is a Chinese-American fantasy writer. Her first novel, The Poppy War, was released in 2018, followed by the sequels The Dragon Republic in 2019 and The Burning God in 2020. Kuang has won the Compton Crook Award, the Crawford Award, and the 2020 Astounding Award for Best New Writer, along with being a finalist for the Nebula, Locus, World Fantasy, the Kitschies, and British Fantasy Awards for her first novel. Before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding these books, I'm going to go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of book one for the sake of contextualizing the trilogy. Quote, when Rin aced the Keju, the empire-wide test to find the most talented youth to learn at the academics, the ac- <laughs> ac- what? academies. Academy- <laughs> <laughs> You're joking. You're joking. <laughs> Academies? Academies! <laughs> Listen, I just worked for eight hours straight and I stare at legal jargon all day. I don't want to hear it. That Academies. was so funny. It's staying in. It's that that's gonna stay in. As embarrassing as that was, that was hilarious, so I'm gonna leave it. Academies. Ooh. <laughs> You've been out of school for too long, maybe. <laughs> it's been a whole year. Oh, my God. That was good. That was you good. You know, to learn at the academies, maybe, right? Uh-huh. Uh, it was a shock to everyone. <laughs> uh, to the test officials who couldn't believe a war orphan from Rooster Province could pass without cheating. To Rin's guardians who believed they'd finally be able to marry her off and further their criminal enterprise. And to Rin herself, who realized she was finally free of the servitude and despair that had made her made, made up. up her daily thanks. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I can read the word daily, okay? Okay. okay. Um, that had made up her daily existence. That she got into Sinagard, the most elite military school in Nikon was even more surprising. But surprises aren't always good. Because being a dark-skinned peasant girl from the South is not an easy thing at Sinegard. Targeted from the outset by rival classmates for her color, poverty, and gender, Rin discovers she possesses a lethal, unearthly power, an aptitude for the nearly mythical art of shamanism. Exploring the depths of her gift with the help of a seemingly insane teacher and psychoactive substances, Rin learns that gods long thought dead are very much alive and that mastering control over those powers could mean more than just surviving school for while the nikara empire is at peace the federation of mugen mugen yeah Mm -hmm. the federation of mugen still lurks across the narrow a narrow sea the militarily advanced federation occupied nikon for decades after the first poppy war and only barely lost the continent in the second and while most of the people are complacent to go about their lives a few are aware that a third poppy war is just a spark away rin's shamanistic powers may be the only way to 
You sound honestly. You sound like you're really struggling to read. I'm sweating. Like I'm full body sweat. Like there's probably sweat stains on me right now. I don't know what's wrong. You sound like you're really just like focusing on one word at a time. I really am, bro. I don't know what's wrong with me right now. No. Okay. Did the academies throw you off? It really did. It really did. It fucked me up. <laughs> There's a lot of stress in my life right now. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, Rins, how would you even say that? Shaman- shamanic. Shamanic. Okay, I can say that word. I can do okay. it. Okay. Rin's shamanic powers may be the only way to save her people. But as she finds out more about the god that she has chosen... That has chosen her, the vengeful phoenix. She fears that winning the war may cost her humanity, and it may already be too late without fucking ado. Let's get into it. Oh, Sam. I'm literally dripping sweat right now. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. SD just came over and felt my forehead because oh. I'm sweating. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay. What is wrong with me? I'm okay. Everything's fine. It's okay. Okay, I think the first thing we need to do is trigger warnings. <laughs> trigger warning. Sam unable to read words. Trigger Sorry. warning. Literally any trigger warning you can think of, I think. Um, yeah. Murder. Genocide. <laughs> Let's war. cover the big ones first. Um, uh, self-harm. Oh yeah, um, I forgot about that. Sexual death, assault. Yeah. Um, um emotional and manipulation. Abuse. Gore, torture. Mm-hmm. This is a war book. Yeah. This is a war book. Racism. Racism. Mm-hmm. Uh imperialism, colonialism, <laughs> white people, um isms. Isms. <laughs> what did oh someone at work today? What did they say? <laughs> Caucasianity. That's what they called it. Caucasianity. It's like insanity for being from yeah. I like that. I've heard caucasity. That's my favorite one. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. Caucasity. Oh, I like that. That's so much better. Uh Uh-huh. Um basically, literally, like Sammy said, any trigger warning you could possibly think of, this book has it. So yeah, if you just keep that in mind. Maybe the only one is like not pedophilia was there pedophilia in there i don't think there was mm, might have been there i mean it was wrapped in pretty tightly with the <laughs> sexual assault because they would just remember they would like tear larger openings in oh yeah so i don't know yeah it, this was a hard book yeah. um for for people who were triggered by things by anything mm-hmm. it, everything was in this book yeah um so we've seen the poppy war everywhere, mm-hmm. like everywhere. And I think that going into it, it had a lot of hype surrounding it. Mm-hmm. So I was nervous. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you felt about that, but I, I think we both have heard a lot was, of hype about it. Yeah, I was excited. Yeah, I was excited too. I think um, what both of us probably should have known prior to starting was that there was not going to be a romance (laughs) because I my brain is trained okay when I'm reading fantasy my brain is trained to seek out 
the romantic interest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, is it Alton? The most, you know, she just, Rin describes him as like the most beautiful man she's ever seen. Yeah, you cannot, I won't forget when you text me, you're like, oh, there was like a resand moment. Yeah, there literally. A resand moment because like, she was like, oh my God, the most beautiful man. I've well, and seen. then she, then she sees the Vipress for the first time, and yeah. she's like the most beautiful woman. Quote verbatim: the How most old woman. are? How old is the Vipress? I'm so I'm confused. still confused. I'm still confused. I think I will say one thing about this book is like it was very interesting. Like I wasn't disinterested. I think is a, a thing I need to point out. Yeah, I was, however, confused. <laughs> I think uh, if I mm, had actually given myself like a solid three or four weeks to read the entire series and like took my mm -hmm. time, yeah, and didn't have it the audiobook kind of playing in the background while mm -hmm. well not not necessarily in the background but like doing other things while I was mm -hmm. also like ingesting this book right I think I would understand more because I am still confused about the age of the Vipers and Jiang yeah I are they ancient are they yeah I don't know also don't know. like how time passed very quickly in this book Yes. Like the first 200 pages of the first book, she's in Sinagard basically. And she's right? like 15, 16. Well, even in the beginning, right? The first, like, she's two years passed by super quick while she's studying for oh, the yeah. exam thing. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, she passes, she gets to Sinagard, she has the, uh, like, a scuffle with uh, Neja. And Neja, then. Yeah. And then ends up like, okay, fast forward four years later, like, whoa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why are we going so fucking fast? <laughs> uh, uh, but it was good. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I but like you said, like I and then I think I was texting like, oh my god, is it gonna be Katai, like the love interest? Uh, yeah, endgame. End honestly, I kind of hate. No, I'm team that Katai and. I think it just like really proves I'm not a friends to lovers type person, okay. but I think they are just the platonic soulmates. I mean, of true, each other. they are. They are. Like, I don't. I think the romance would have been like. I think they were just meant to be like each other's people. That's fair. I think that's super fair. I really wanted it to be Neja because I was like, he's mm -hmm. you know enemies to lovers. We love that. I wanted him to like defy his parents and like. But mm -hmm. instead, he stabbed her in the back. I mean, like, I know he, like, let her live. He loved her. Like, you read the last. Yeah. The, the epilogue. His... It, it's, like, in a, a bonus yeah, snippet into, mm -hmm. like, some of the, like, literally from the start. Right. Yeah. And he's, like, holy shit, this girl is fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. At every turn. I love her. Yeah. And he's wishing that she would make different decisions mm -hmm. to, you know make both of their lives a little bit easier but but Rin is Rin um I think I had a hard time with the first and the second books because Rin is very unlikable mm -hmm. in a, in most of them mm -hmm. like I loved her drive I loved her like I want to be something like everything on her way to Sinagard was great even while she was at Sinagard, I was like, yeah, I'm with you. Fight the bully, you know? Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Punch him in the face. Fuck yeah. yeah. Then get high with your professor. I love this. I love mm -hmm, this for you. Mm -hmm. Like, do, do the thing. Um, Have a but crush on the older guy, you know? <laughs> literally, like, <laughs> literally. Like, every part of it, I was like, I respect you. I was like, yeah, cutting out your womb because, you know, Fuck, you yeah, don't want to. Same. Fuck yeah, power. Yeah. You know, that was great. Um, 
However, once she got power, <laughs> uh, got a little. She lost me. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I didn't want to hear. I didn't want to read about her throwing up anymore. The amount of times she keeled over and vomited. Did she? I think I just skim. Oh, when I think someone's gonna vom. I think. Okay, no, no. I think. Uh, I there has. I bet somebody on the internet. <laughs> made a tally of the amount of times that she threw up because it was like like she threw up from starvation she threw up from killing people she threw up from like I guess drugs right. she threw up from the opium she threw up from just being overwhelmed by everything like her <laughs> her reaction to everything was just throwing up <laughs> and I was, at least we never had to go oh my god is it because she's pregnant you know that's true. Because that's the that's something I that's think the that worst. I hate the most. Yeah. Like, oh no, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Not the throw up in the morning. Like morning sickness? Uh-uh. And the random craving? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. <laughs> I was not born last night. Nope. But yeah, she threw up from everything. And I was like, I don't need to watch this bitch throw up again. Or she was so very it. angry. And I, I also am very angry, so I understand. I know. That's okay. That's a big <laughs> theme throughout the whole book is like kind of because I, I've related to that in the past. I think I'm less angry now than I have been in the past, that's but good. I very much related to this like it's easier to be angry to get through things. Like mm-hmm. when you need to get, there were times when she needed, to, or she was like on the edge of giving up. Things were too much. She's like put in charge of a whole. Like, even at Sinegard, like, she was like, this is too much. She gets kicked out of June's, um, like, her combat class. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. Because June is just a f- fucking twat. True. But, um, and when she was, like, crying, about to give up, she was like, nope, I'm angry. Like, my only other option was to go and be sold off to a marriage that was going to mm-hmm. be really gross. Um, and she, she uses pain, like, physical pain and anger to yeah. literally fuel every decision she makes right and everything she does and so i i and because it is easier and like when you are at your last little bit and you've suffered in so many ways and you've gone through really traumatic shit it's like sometimes you do need to hang on to that anger to keep you going yeah um but she uh like jiang her her professor mentor master person or whatever he knew he was like you can't be like if you are an angry person you're gonna be out of control like you can't right that's like that's why he couldn't train alton right um and she just became that angry out of control person in a lot of ways in a lot of ways yeah Yeah. you know she had multiple moments where she was like all i'm seeing is red you know yeah i mean she wiped out like that whole federation country basically <laughs> yeah, okay wait, let's talk about the inspiration for this so it's based off of the sino-japanese war and i don't know if you read about it a little bit but it's the war that happened it started in like 1937 so there are debates some historians are like that was actually the beginning of world war ii mm. um because it was between china and japan and Japan started J- – Japan had already kind of been, like, moving in on China because, you know, this is during the height of Japanese imperialism. Yeah. And so the Federation of Mugen is supposed to be Japan. Mm. 
and then because it's like that it's they called it the um the longbow yeah island so and it's like oh that's the shape of it you know mm. um and wow then, i love having a history friend this yeah. is great <laughs> yeah and then the nikara empire is china and like that also does reflect like the history of china and like the the warlords the different provinces all of that like that's very mm-hmm. like it, i think right. if it'd be really cool actually being a history buff because then she also i guess took inspiration from um the song dynasty yeah which was kind of considered a golden age of chinese um history or yeah and it, but it that was back in like the 1200s i think and so she ins- drew some inspiration from like the atmosphere of that time interesting so combining you know kind of the imperialism the wars the um colonialism racism all of that i started reading this and i was like this is definitely inspired by like real shit but i didn't know what it was exactly mm-hmm. and then I, found, I looked it up and i was like oh okay cool but yeah because i mean japan has their a very um interesting history with imperialism and colonialism and whatnot and i right. really liked the addition of because china like china also fought back fought against japan in that war with the help of russian forces okay. i believe and also at the time soviet but um soviet and then i think british forces as well So, and, like, so it has that same thing of, like, they were, because at the time, China was still very, like, blocked off from the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know, so it was just, like, it it sparked little memories I have from, like, world history classes and stuff where I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because that, that was happening at that time. And blah, blah, blah. And I, I just love when webs and, like, little bits of knowledge all piece together. And it's like whoa that was a whole thing and it was all happening at the same time and this influenced this and blah 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 and i think i should really also be a history major because nothing quite gets me so excited (laughs) it gets so exciting i love that shit but um so that was really cool that she because i think too her because her next novel coming out is babel yeah, yeah, And it's based off of her time at Oxford and inspired by the right. racism she experienced there. Yes, and it's dark academia. It is. And I'm so fucking excited. Because she's a phenomenal writer. Oh and my like, god, isn't she? And like, can you believe... She's 25. Like, I know! When I looked, like, I was looking her up, obviously, to, like, uh, uh-huh. copy and paste her info in. Mm-hmm. um to our script and i was like i'm sorry how old was she when she started let me go books? sulk in a corner because legitimately uh, like the fact that she her brain conjured up this story and like all of the thing the amount of characters and like yeah. the just the whole storyline and the whole ah uh, ah uh, it's like holy shit that is a brilliant like she is brilliant and she yeah. did it like artistically too, and just as like a nineteen-year-old too. Yeah, when she started writing it or something. God. I was like, um, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what am I doing? With Must my be life? nice. We run a podcast called Hardcover Hose. <laughs> uh huh. And I work in a coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, okay, I can well, barely cool. steam milk, but that's fine. <laughs> Not the milk steaming. <laughs> it's so hard for no reason. <laughs> 
But when you get it, it feels so good. I feel like I keep making cappuccino milk. I'm making it too foamy for it to be mm. latte milk. Mm. Because I think I was traumatized because right off the bat, I was making it too, like, it wasn't thick enough. Okay. It was just and, milk, basically. It was just, like, hot milk. And yeah, now gross. it's, like, 80% foam. And I'm mm. like, mm. I wish I was all making about, a cappuccino right now. It's all about how far you stick that one. <laughs> I know. I need to stick it in farther. <laughs> Deeper. <laughs> Woo! Okay. We can't wait to put that explicit thing on this one, I guess. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. I'm too tired to be doing this shit. I'm... Tr- truly. Also, for a <laughs> book that had literally no sexual or romantic stuff. <laughs> it's fine. Um, this was a lot. Like, okay. So, the this first was a book. Lot. It's it's a lot. Um, the first book was, let's see here, five hundred and twenty-seven pages. Wow, it doesn't look that long when I'm looking at it over on my shelf. Like it the pages looks like are ridiculously thin, That's super why. thin. I would say, like, I would have guessed four hundred pages before you said that. That's why when you were saying like, because we read Crescent City unbelievably quickly, like <laughs> both of them in one week and both another of them book in one on week. top of it. Yeah, exactly. And so when you were like, these are longer than Crescent City, I was like, there's no way. Like, they don't look like it, but they are. The second one was 654 pages. That's ridiculous. It does not look like that at all, especially because I think I'm looking at, like, the JLA books. And they're huge. And they're 600-something. Yep. Uh, And then the last one was 600 and... Not including um, Nadja's um, section, six hundred and seventeen pages. How? So that's a lot of pa- like six hundred. How is that only six hundred seventeen pages? Oh, but that totally add that shit together. That's a lot of pages. That's um, a lot. Mm-hmm. And math that I can't do. But yes, it's like around between 1700, 1800 pages. That's a lot That's of a pages. Lot. That's a lot of pages. So of I, dense 1800 war. <laughs> That's the thing. Like a lot of other books I read, I skip through the fighting parts because I'm like, whole book was fighting parts. I know. I'm like, I don't need to hear about you parried and you he parried and missed your you dodged this and you did a somersault and you and took a blow this. to the yeah. I don't. I don't care. I don't yeah. care. I will skip ahead to see if someone is dead or injured, and that's good enough for me. I don't care how yeah. that happened. Yeah. Um. This was all fighting, pretty much, <laughs> and strategy. Mm-hmm. It was. I did actually have some fun getting into the mind of the strategy of why they would do certain things and mm-hmm. like predicting behavior. And if I do this, then they're gonna do this. And like, based on the terrain, this is how they're setting up. And right. I I did have fun kind of getting my mind into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was it. It was not like okay, Crescent City. It had the romance and it had the smut to get you through. <laughs> this was just all serious stuff. There I was think we, not much. Yeah. The only comedic relief was from Jiang, and he <laughs> and he wasn't in most of it. Like. <laughs> I fucking love Jiang though. Like, Me too. Me too. I, you yeah. gotta respect the professor that says, fuck the system. I'm gonna get high and do my thing over here. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> and gets angry or gets frustrated and just like flicks you. Like, yeah. No corporal punishment. <laughs> like, I'm just going to flick you <laughs> or boop you on the nose, kind of. Like, and he's like, man, I don't want to deal with this. I'm going to go lock myself in the Chula Creek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peace. I'm done. <laughs> I um, loved him. I yeah. loved him too. Did you have, because uh, so I had this theory and you didn't voice it to me. While you were reading, so I'm curious if you had it uh, later. Yeah, what was this? Um, so, mi- like midway through the third book, right? Rin is with the or trying to get the trifecta to be Fact. the full trifecta, right? Mm-hmm. And did you foresee, like, okay, maybe at the end it's gonna be Rin, Katai, and Neja becoming a second trifecta? Like they're all gonna bond to each other because i know kitai and rin were already bonded Uh but i thought maybe the three of them were going to bond because rin is riga right Mm -hmm. she's the hothead Mm -hmm. um kitai would be more jung jung yeah and neja is uh the vipress what's her name yeah what's her name dodgy dodgy So I was like, my whole thing was like, okay, so they're going to like be bonded to each other and it's going to be like history repeats itself again. (laughs) In a sense, it was like, it was close. (laughs) It was close to that. But my, the only thing I knew going into it, I didn't even know this. I was just like, they have talked so much about like when you are a shaman, like your destiny is either being locked in the Chulo, Chulo, Chulo Creek or dying. Right. And I was like, okay, there's no way she's not, like, she's the most powerful one. It's going to burn through her quicker. There's no way she comes out of this book alive. Like, she's not coming That's out fair. of this series, series alive. I was thinking it could have been the Chula Karik, honestly. I didn't, I, I think the people, based on the people around her and the way she described, like, she would have taken a brutal, disgusting, horrible death over the Chula Creek. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like, without a doubt. I just, when, when, like, her and Katai's bond made me think that they were going to be, like, romantically involved because I was like, oh, a bond. <laughs> yeah. Even Daji, she said something about, like, oh, are you guys- If you have in- sex, you- yeah. Yeah, like, the bond offers, like, an extra level to that. It makes know? it better. I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, are we, are we heading this direction? But Oh, we my God. Can you- Did- I wonder if they had threesomes. Daji, Gianni. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Hundred percent, hundred percent. Love um, that. Yes, I for, I definitely Here think that it. happened. Um, so I have another confusion moment. Um, okay. So is Jiang Rin's dad? I'm so. I confused. think so. I think so. Right? Because they think kept so. saying how he liked to fuck around with the spearlies. Yes, and he specifically <laughs> when he started kind of getting his mind back in the third book, mm-hmm. um, he looked at Rin and said uh fuck what was her name hanalai hanalai and so we came to understand that hanalai was i think rin's mom and jiang specifically had a very a romantic relationship with hanalai okay so we we are pretty sure jiang is is rin's dad perhaps rin's dad (laughs) which i also think is funny because there when she when yeah she jiang and daji were traveling together just the mm-hmm. three of them yeah they pretended that jiang and daji were um rin's parents traveling oh, through oh yeah and i thought that was funny 
and because she was like i don't look like you and he was like what are you talking about and i don't i so i thought it was like a little tip of the hat to that you're right (laughs) um so you you asked me uh after finishing i think if alton was rin's cousin because they mentioned that Hanalai's nephew was alton really yes Okay, there were so many revelations in the third book. <laughs> yes. I also, there was something, I don't, I feel, mm, I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention. I still, I feel like we still didn't understand how Rin ended up in Rooster Province. Yeah, I was hoping we were going to get that information. Like, because you asked me, how did she get off of Spear? Like, how did because... she get off of Spear? So was it like Jong, but he doesn't remember no, I know. So the thing is, like, they were Jiang and Daji and whatever the other one's name is. Riga. Riga. They were working with the Muganese. Mm-hmm. They sacrificed Spear, but they the Muganese wanted to study the Spearlies. So that's when they took the kids from mm-hmm. the beach and the torturer scientist guy was there. And that's the first time Alton sees him and like Alton goes with him but apparently there were going to be more kids mm. and then confusing yes but then some Jiang was working with Hanalai and did something and like oh fuck I don't know dude I don't know I don't know either I don't know either and I think it's not on RF Kuang. It's on me not being able to pay attention and actually get everything out of the book. I'm sure it's also probably a quick Google away, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. I cannot be bothered. Um, <laughs> I'll live in confusion. This, okay, genuinely though, like, there, this, these books are so dense, and the plot yeah. itself is so dense and so like interwoven with like so many storylines mm-hmm. and things. Like, sometimes it just kind of goes over your head. Sometimes you're reading it, and you're like, I think that was important, but I don't remember what it is. <laughs> so that happened a lot. Especially with these. Like, I, need, I need the energy from, like, the Crescent City um, book talkers who yeah. just, like, spew out all these theories and explanations for things. Yeah. Like, I, I get those all the time still. I want this for Poppy War. I'm like, yeah. explain everything to me. No, truly. Because Give me a I'm whiteboard. Like, Give me a whiteboard diagram I think I was truly so focused on, like, trying to figure out who the romantic <laughs> interest was that I was, like, not paying attention skimming to over the plot stuff. points. <laughs> I was doing that, too. And I was very thankful, at least, that, like, usually, you know, I don't usually like to be spoiled for stuff, but when you were mentioned that there was no romance, I was like, well, at least I know now, like I can stop Stop focusing on looking looking for that that because Mm -hmm. I was wasting definitely too much energy trying to figure out who Ren was going to end up with. (laughs) Right. Because I Googled, I was getting to the point where I was getting frustrated. I I was the beginning of book two and I was like, okay, um, what's like, who who's she gonna fuck i don't know and um so then i googled it and then it was rf kong was like they don't have time for the romance stuff and i was like (laughs) okay fair (laughs) that is true and she it wasn't meant to be about the romance which was like okay respectable decision i which like we kind of should have gotten that from 
book one where Rin cuts her womb, womb out. Like, out. that is not what she <laughs> That was kind wants. of indicative of maybe no romance. True. <laughs> but, I mean, you don't need to have a womb to have romance. No, but no, for still, sure. Yeah, definitely just showing where her priorities lie. Um, but then I also read that there had been a scene between her and Venka that um, R.F. Kong ended up taking out. But it was supposed to just show that she was, like, by potentially oh. Pan or whatever. Hmm. Um, because it's like, and like you said, like, she, her seeing Dodgy and, like, that's the most beautiful woman I've ever yeah. seen. And then Alton, that's the most beautiful man I've ever seen. So it's like, okay, she's definitely just, like, this badass warrior who's attracted to everyone and everything. Or can and be. And power. And power. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, so apparently there was a scene with Venka. I don't know if there were any scenes with Naja or not that, like, were taken out, but, um, right. yeah. Interesting. I think, because, like, I, I very much definitely thought it was going to be Neja because of the way that she was like, I couldn't tell in that moment if I wanted to punch him or kiss him. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, yes, okay. And <laughs> so they were. He's the one. <laughs> I think it's like, I love Katai. I absolutely adore yeah. Katai, and I think they are, like, the platonic like just soulmates mm-hmm. like they're each other's people you know yeah. um naja and rin though were each other's mm-hmm. equals mm-hmm. and that's and what rin, i like at the end of the day was attracted to power too right yes and katai was never going to be powerful in that he, sense you katai know is the the guy in the background who's really calling all the shots and runs the whole yeah show but like he, stops everything from blowing up <laughs> yes but he he's just he's a <laughs> in academy, you know, he's <laughs> he's, he, he's an academic. I hate, my, I hate myself. <laughs> yeah. Um. Before we move on to discuss the rest of the Poppy War, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's continue the conversation. Um, the psych. Let's talk Ooh, about the psych. Let's talk about the psych. So I love the premise of like forced found family. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I liked to watch Rin adjust to everyone. This was a time too, like when she first joined the psych, that I was like, I don't really like Rin right now. You know. Mm-hmm. Like how she lit one of the guys from the psych on fire and he ends up leaving the psych because he almost died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Like, and, you know, I loved Chagon and I loved uh, Kara. What mm-hmm. was Chagon? Kara. Yeah. Um, like, I, I loved their relationship with Rin and how Chagon was constantly just trying to be like, I am literally trying not to let you do stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> and you are doing the stupid things anyway. And the way they were both in love with Alton and yes. vying for Alton's love back, yes. love and attention and respect. Yes. And oh, it broke my heart every time Chagun was like, 
afterwards because he was like i don't know if he loved you i don't know if he loved me like we but either way he's dead we have to move on because rin is haunted by the death of alton literally for the rest of her life unfortunately but yeah and all the her whole situation with alton was hard for me too because in the beginning i was like oh if he's the most beautiful man she's ever seen then it's him right he's the love interest but, mm-hmm. like, the second he hit her to try nope. to make her angry enough to, you know, have the call fire. Call on the fire, call, yeah. yeah. call on the fire. I was like, okay, mm, well, you mm-hmm. lost me because I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, is that what it takes to, to get you to call the fire? And I was like, that's nope. so icky in every way. Yeah. Uh, so then I didn't like Alton. And then it was, like, hard to watch Rin, you know, admire and put Alton on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's true that that kind of relationship is tricky. Like to watch, you're not in that position, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. But to watch someone else be in that position and like still admire and have respect for someone somebody who does who's that. abusing them, yeah, yeah. Like, ah, man. Ah, fuck, dude. That's complicated, but not and then complicated. To ha- yeah, and then to have him like, like self-sacrifice basically at the end be you know that's of his life the end of his life literally and he <laughs> and honestly it was because he didn't want to have the burden of living and trying to figure everything out yeah to die like done. that yeah he was done he didn't want to i and i thought maybe he would come back like he wasn't really dead yeah that's because i texted you too and i was like is he actually dead because my big thing was like i knew because we were under the impression that nausea died which, yeah. my big thing is, like, if there's no body, they're not actually dead. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially with fantasy books. Like, if you don't see a body, then it's, like, no. Nope, they'll Yep. <laughs> they're coming back in a dramatic yep. way at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I didn't believe that Nadja was going to be dead. And so, I also was, like, I don't know if Alton's going to be dead either. Right. But, and then and you, I felt the same. And you were, like, at the point I'm at in book three, he's still dead. But it's confusing. I didn't know. Maybe he was going to come back yeah. like, at the end of the book, you know, and it was going to be like... He's going to oh, walk no. out on Spear. Also, can we and just... Kill Neja or whatever. Yeah. Quickly, I mean, maybe I'm jumping to the end of the book, no, it's but okay. the Jump fact around. that she... The fact that she died on Spear was a very yeah. big symbolic... symbolic. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And the thing is, like, they kept saying the entire time, any member of this, like, anyone who is a shaman has these abilities to call upon the gods, all that, like... They said throughout the entire book that you do not live a long life. It will drive you crazy. It doesn't matter who you are. It like this is going to be it will kill you eventually. And like so I think that just kept me very realistic with my expectations for Alton or Chagan or like or Rin especially. I was like she has less of a grip on this than anybody. Yeah. Even after she bonded with Katai, like, it was still, like, she has too much power, and she's too young, and she doesn't have anybody to help her with it, like, uh, like someone above her to mm-hmm. kind of guide her, like, this is going to kill her. And you kind of see that at the end, the way her behavior deteriorates. Yeah, she literally drives herself insane, too, after she's, you know, won that big battle, mm-hmm. right? And takes over, like, Neja's, the, the yin um, house, palace. Palace, yeah. 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 
and she's is paranoid. like she's paranoid as fuck. She can't sleep. Her and Katai take shifts for sleeping. Yeah, and then even you know she accuses Venka of being the spy, and then it kills which, her. Which, like, I do kind of think it was. Venka. I do. I also kind of think it was Venka because I don't. So know I have a thing against bullies. Maybe that's just my thing where I don't Once like a bully, when they get always a redemption bully. arc. Yeah, she, except Venka for Naza, was so. Yeah, Venka <laughs> was so fucking like. Rude I mean, and horrible to Bryn in college or in Sinegard, right? What's like, wrong with me? Where I'm like, I'm less likely, I think, to forgive a woman who was once a bully. I think it's different if it's the woman is a bully to another woman. That's yeah, yeah. Because men are always going to disappoint you, <laughs> but yeah. like for a woman to 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 take out aggression on another woman feels bad. Like that yeah. just feels like, come on, mm-hmm. you're going against one of your own. Mm-hmm. Don't we take enough shit? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Why are you going to cause more? But she was also, like, just incredibly racist and rude and didn't want to live with Ren, Ren when they were mm-hmm. housemates, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff. So I was just like, she doesn't get a redemption arc for me. And the other thing was she was always so obsessed with Neja. True. The whole – remember, like, all of Sinegard, she was, like, always following talking him about him, following around – exactly. So yeah. I was like, I feel – and then she – oh. Oh, so quickly turned and was like, I'm going to help Rin. Okay, but, like, she kind of went through some shit that yeah, but may have changed her perspective on things. Sure, sure, I agree. The things she went through definitely changed her perspective on things. I just thought it was incredibly sus that she would, like, stop, like, being so pro-Neja and be like, nope, now I'm pro-Rin. Someone I never liked ever, yeah. was horrible to always, and is the enemy of my friend. Yeah. basically i was just like that's us plus like the letters did kind of make sense if they were coming from Venka. yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm sus i'm sus on it oh and we'll God. never know because venka died saving Ren's life later. yeah which is like okay now i don't know maybe yeah now i'm like mm-hmm. and then there's a part of you that's like was it katai i also was thinking it was katai because when Katai was kidnapped by mm-hmm. Naja and imprisoned and imprisoned, but he was treated well and mm-hmm. Naja just kept coming in and talking to Katai like they were friends. And the way there was a moment to like, this might've been the point though, where Rin was starting to get paranoid, mm-hmm. but she also had mentioned like, I don't know, like it could be him. I don't know if I trust him Yeah, because they were together for weeks and mm-hmm. the way he's behaving it's like he has something to hide from me. Yeah. I don't know. So I uh, honestly, I think it might have been Katai. I think it could have been. The way that Venka sacrificed herself Yeah. at the end, I like that kind of makes me believe it wasn't her. Mm-hmm. And I think just the fact that Rin had such a tragic life, the, like for yeah. Katai to be the one, it was just like, yeah, that makes sense for the everything else that's ever happened to her. It also definitely could have been Katai because obviously she was getting paranoid, right, Mm -hmm. by all of these letters. He could have been trying to force her more into feeling crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah. To where she would have to be forced to make a decision, like Chula Creek or death, right? And he maybe – because he saw she was going on a path where she was like – she was enjoying – torturing burning killing people right like she was enjoying it she was and she reflected on it and he could feel all of her emotions too Mm -hmm, through mm -hmm. their bond so i guess it could have been like this is going on a very bad path and unless we can convince her that she's like going psycho now 
yeah. we're not gonna she's never gonna want to step down unless she's she truly feels like it's her time so maybe he could have been forcing her hand kind of into this um yeah psychosis <laughs> which is also horrible but yeah but kind of n- nice of him to do i don't, to do. Even, I don't yeah. know man it's tricky <laughs> And the fact, like, was she even 21 by the time she died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she was, like, 23 by the time she died. Was she? Mm. Yeah. Cause she time, was, I lost track of time. There was so many things that happened. And, like, and months would like, pass And they'd be, like, six months page. later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> six months Which, later, they decided like, to move. Usually, usually, I hate that with, like, I'm like, I can't keep track of this timeline. Like, I don't know yeah. what the fuck is happening. But I think with stories like this where, like, historically that actually would have made sense for there to have been, like, lulls and then times where a lot of things happened in a few days, a few weeks, or, like, traveling took a shit ton of time or Mm -hmm. all that. Um, Yeah. No, I I agree with you. I agree with you. It's like, okay, that that was the best way to do it, and that does make (laughs) sense. Even Um, though it can be hard to follow. Did you – what was that guy, Soji? Was that his name? Who was like the um, Sunni and the Baji. Southerners? No. no, 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 no. Oh, 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 him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soji. Yeah. Did you think that he was maybe gonna be a love interest? Yes. Because when he came in, I had Nikolai vibes from Shadow and Bone. I was like <gasps> Nikolai. He, this is Nikolai, and I, I like him. And then he ruined you. everything. Yeah, <laughs> he truly ruined everything. I was like, oh, is this the new Nikolai? Am I? Do I get to like feel? like happy about a character for the first time in forever the answer was no okay Mm, i was very sad (sighs) first he tries to force himself on her and then he betrays her yeah and then she burned him (laughs) (laughs) no she she didn't that would have been too easy oh you're right rose him everybody yeah yeah, and they literally tear his skin off of him they rip him to pieces it was it was rough there was a lot I'm just like I used to be so like oh I can watch gore. I used to like like The Walking Dead and like even like when Game of Thrones was a little gory sometimes I was like I don't mind it. And now mm-hmm. I'm like oh blood no thank you skip skip <laughs> <laughs> skip skip. I like tried to rewatch Daredevil and I was like Jesus Christ. Uh, Daredevil's hard. Dude. Daredevil's hard and I watched that shit when I was like 15. <laughs> like how did I do that? I don't know. <laughs> what else happened that was worth? discussing I, I think the the hesperians that's worth yeah. talking about the white people who come in with their one god religion mm-hmm. with their oh, yeah. like more scientifically advanced more all this and thinking oh well you guys just based off of the measurements of your body and your head and your eyes and stuff like like just it was so accurate and reminiscent of early colonialism and imperialism and Mm -hmm. i thought the way she did that was like just done so well because even naja and his dad it was like we need their help to win this war we need the hesperians we need their technology and we know though we know though that they are going to be the ones running the win but even being like the puppet master or like the puppet of the puppet master the one who's like fake ruling yeah is better than nothing right which and is crazy yes but like that happens that fucking that yeah. still happens and it's like oh uh, i i thought it was just done very well and it was like 
Yeah. What did you think of Rin's moment? What, what was the name of that, the female uh, Petra doctor? Petra. Yeah. What did you think of when Rin's like, okay, fuck you, and ties her down to the table and is like, eat these poppy seeds, goddammit, and takes her into like the realm the of the gods. Yeah. There, and is like, ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about then, your God now, bitch. bitch. <laughs> I, I love that because like she she finally got to a point where like she won, essentially. And so she goes in yeah. she goes into like she said, All right, time to deal with this bitch who would strap me down <laughs> and take out my blood to, and measure me and tell me, Oh, it's not your fault. Like your eyes are look this shape and so you just can't see as well as us. Like we're just more mm-hmm. advanced and like more everything than you, which is like oh my god, it's just it's so interesting because like as someone who I like study anthropology and stuff and like the early yeah. days of anthropology were so like that mm-hmm. and like oh yeah oh yeah luckily luckily it's a it's a field that has really done a lot to try to right its wrongs and like grow and evolve but it's like it's interesting learning like the story version of that and just also knowing the concrete examples of oh white anthropologists from from England and America or Switzerland they did that here and here and here with these indigenous populations and blah 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 and like oh my god yeah so that I just I like I love like having background information for things it makes things like so much more oh yeah for sure interesting. Well, I mean wasn't there like legitimately like uh, there was like a really famous anthropologist who said who was like studying um, I think it was like he was doing a study on black people or something too, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Your brains are just smaller than ours." Yeah, yeah. Scientifically, right? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No, um, you're just wrong. Um, <laughs> you are no. making things up. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I forget which one. I don't. Rem- yeah. I'm really that, bad at remembering the second names. I read but that, yes. I was like, oh yeah, that was this. I I recall. Yeah, I re- and it's recall. under this guise of. Oh, I just like I seek knowledge. I just want to understand you. I'm like curious in this curiosity and like scientific mm-hmm. exploration, and it's for the betterment of all of us for to, to understand and to research and do all this. And it's like, no, it's for the like it's for your benefit. It's like don't it try is. and fuck around. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, but yeah, the way Rin was like, either I can burn this bitch alive, or <laughs> I can drag this out. And just make her crumble from the inside. Because she was, like, because the whole thing was, like, she's a scientist, but above all else, she was a devout whatever the fuck religion they were. Were, yeah, essentially Christian. Right. She was a devout Christian. And Rin was like, nope, I'm taking her up and I'm going to make her entire belief system and understanding (laughs) of the world just crash and burn. And that was phenomenal. Like, she literally shit herself. Yeah. Oh, God, and that was so good. That was great. <sighs> I do Rin, understand Rin's uh, need for revenge and vengeance. <laughs> also, I, I kept thinking of you, the, oh, the no. need for um, academic validation. Oh, yeah, me. And every time an instructor said, good job, and she was like, <laughs> like just literally me, literally me. I need, I require <laughs> yeah. validation. And like... I think I also got frustrated. I'm like, how many times is she going to fucking lose the fire? And it's going to be this whole thing about her trying to get the fire back. Luckily, though, it was like the reasons for her losing it and getting it back were different. Yeah, I agree. But it was also like, oh, God, we're really going to go through this again. I was also really confused, like, 
especially because in the end, right, Daji was like, I need Rin to re-up the trifecta, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, so it's very interesting that she's the one who put the seal on her power. Mm-hmm. You know, like she didn't think maybe I'm going to need this girl down the line. I mean, like, I know she was like, <sighs> Rin was going to kill her. <laughs> yeah. But don't you, don't, like, I feel like if you're the Vipress and you are also, like, powerful, right? You have all this shit. You can literally convince people to do things, right? Like, don't you think there was a better way to incapacitate her? <laughs> she tried, though. Like, did she? I don't yeah. really remember. Yeah, she was you she was doing her eyeball thing on Rin. And <laughs> I don't but like ultimately she needed she needed Rin to not be her problem for the, like the foreseeable future. She knew she was going to need yeah. her eventually, I think. But she also like it was too much of a she was too much of a wild card at that point. Yeah, I, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. I and just it was, it was, was kind of like it was I think it was kind of like that's a that's a problem for future me. Right now, we need to deal with. <laughs> right now, she's a problem. Um, and I guess Daji knew, like, the seal can be worked around if she bonds with somebody because she I was think they're. I think they're probably, if Daji, like, really was faced with, okay, now I need Rin. I don't know what, like, we have to find a way for her to find her powers again or whatever. Yeah. I think Daji, I'm sure there were going to be other options as well, other than just that. Yeah, well, because but, there was a seal that she had that, or something mm-hmm. that she could never break. Yeah, so I she don't was know. Like, I was trying to see if you figured out how to do it. <laughs> like, great, <laughs> <laughs> that's helpful. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> appreciate that. Um, do you have other things from the book you want to talk about? Uh, when Ramza died, I cried. Was that when the psych all had to get like? beheaded or whatever so they all got behind beheaded ramza though he wasn't a shaman he i don't know exactly how he ended up in the psych um he just made the shit bombs but <laughs> ramza it was when katai broke rin out and they were running and they were getting to mm-hmm. the boat and oh, there yeah, were the guards bo- oh, yeah. and ramza and she was like oh my god ramza and then he was like go 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 and she was like wait what like there's like a 20 soldiers coming and he was like i got this and katai was like come on we need to leave and rin's like no like he's not gonna survive that and katai was like i know and i was like oh my god rams is literally sacrificing himself he blew himself up or no no no, he got shot right in front of rin and then Um, everything blew up like and then everything he had done it like just on time yep and so that rin and katai could get out yeah uh, Rin losing her hand. That was brutal. Wow, that was really brutal. I was not expecting that. That was... Yeah. I wonder, almost, if she wouldn't have gone crazy by the end of the book if she hadn't lost her hand. Because, like, that... I don't know, it felt like she was, like, teetering. And, like, maybe it was, like, one... Like, if one thing hadn't happened, she could have held on. Yeah. And Maybe. Be, like, it was just, I don't know, because, like, that, the way it just inflicted upon herself um, mm-hmm. so much, like, it affected her self-confidence and her doubt and, like, 
I don't know, because like she was a warrior first, and then she mm-hmm. and she tried to hit, and she would accidentally use her that hand, and like yeah, I don't know, it like, I mean, I kind of doubt it, but also it's like that you kind of wonder if like she really fell apart at the very end. But it's like if one thing, if there was just one less thing that had piled up. Yeah. I think maybe you're right. Because also, I recall like when she, you know, she's in the dragon cave thing, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she tries to kill Neja, but she likes, she's like, oh, and I tried to hit him. But then I remembered that I just have a stump. And yeah. And she literally tried to hit him with her stump and it like hurt her more than it hurt him. Right. So how would that have changed if, if she had had I don't the know, hand? So many yeah. I think still she couldn't have, she hit no. him, but she like, yeah, she still she could have, have never, no. I think she, he, she he was so powerful. Kept, he was so powerful, but even if she hadn't, like, even if he was killable, I don't think she could have brought it, yeah, I brought agree. herself to kill him. She had so many chances to, and she didn't. Yeah. And the same, and I think she felt also in the same way, like he had so many chances to kill her and he didn't. There was just, uh, uh, yeah. And reading that last little chapter, I cried. Uh, I cried. I cried. That was like probably one of the only times I cried while reading it. But I was, I, that last bonus chapter made the whole series very good for me. Yes. Because it it was like context of the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I also cried watching Katai watch Rin fall apart in front of her when she was on yeah. when at that very end right yeah. before they died, watching like that when I when it dawned on me oh Rin's finally lost it and like this is this is the point where she either gets locked in the Trula Creek or they have to kill her. Yeah, and that, how she was literally trying to erase him. Yeah. And that's, like, you, the person you're bonded with, like. Mm-hmm. And they were best friends for forever. Yep. That was really rough. That was really rough. And it, like, it just, it really does go to show to, I don't know, somebody who, not goes to show, but, like, I think her history and her, the way she was such an outsider her entire life and she have a family and she was an, like an orphan and then she goes to Sinegard and she's like the one that everyone picks on and she doesn't have it as easy as everybody else obviously for racism reasons and money reasons and all of these things it's like it is like this is kind of like a a show I guess of the cycle that people talk about of like when you are in traumatic situations from a young age and like the way it affects you later and like your ability to trust mm-hmm. people, your ability to just kind of operate on a more like healthy level, I guess, mm-hmm. in human ways. Um, Rin was set up for failure in so many ways. Yeah. And she was never like, even the person she trusted most in her life, she came. And like, I think a big part of that was her, um, you know the, the the shamanism aspect of like just going crazy from being too close to a god mm-hmm. and but i think it also was like did not help that she was never set up to properly trust anybody in her mm-hmm. life like she had it Absolutely. was her against the entire world always yeah that's true she couldn't that's tr- a good like point. she never had anybody and so it's like even in those moments where she could trust somebody like they that could be taken away so quickly right. and and that like and so know how much of her losing her trust in Katai was 
just from that or was from the whole shaman going crazy thing. Right. That's a good point. I don't know. There's just, there's so many layers to this book. And like, I think if I just sat on it, if I could just sit with this entire thing. I love Nausea. And then, oh my God, the TikTok I sent you last night of that guy. Oh yeah. Who, who you said you feel this like is he how, looks like him. Yeah. This is how I would like to picture Nausea. Yeah. I yeah. I think that's an acceptable choice. He was beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful man who did a thirst trap on TikTok. And I was like, yep, that's Naja. Um, <laughs> and he would do a thirst trap. He so would. <laughs> Picturing him in like the barracks or something and like post. Oh my God. And Kitai would be like, how many views did that get compared to your other ones? I bet that got more. And statistically. Yeah. And Ren would be like, will you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> secretly watching it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> And trying not to like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too funny. Um, I saw a, a TikTok edit yesterday of like uh, the the girl holding knife to guy's throat, mm-hmm. but he Trope. likes it vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was like different fan arts of like this two two characters the in the same oh. position. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was like Kaz and Inej from Shadow and Bone or mm-hmm. uh, Six of Crows. Uh-huh. And it was like Castile and Poppy from <laughs> from, mm-hmm. uh, from from Blood and Ash. Ash. And then I was like screeching because the last one was Neja and Ren in Ren. I was like, Did you <gasps> send it to me? No, because there was another couple in there from something we're gonna read eventually, and I didn't want you to see it. Because what I know fuck? you. And you would look at the comment section and you'd be like, who is that other one? Because you knew you would know everybody else in there. What are we- No, I'm not going to tell you anything. Because then you're going to find that TikTok and you'd be like, who I is am. this? What's it from? <laughs> I'll, I'll go screenshot just the, 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 the fan art from Bobby Were. <laughs> Whatever you're Wait. doing, stop. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of, like, is it a series we're reading soon? Yeah. But I already know the From Blood and Ash stuff. It's not that. What series are we reading soon? I, I literally can't tell you, so. Okay, well, it's on our... Oh, is it Throne of Glass? No. Because I wouldn't have known I know. that. No. I'll just nope. go through our schedule. Good luck. It's not on there right now. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because we haven't planned that far yet. Then how do you know we're reading it? Have we talked about reading it? Yes, we've talked about it. God damn it, Sam. Can you just tell me, please? (laughs) No. (laughs) Can I just, like, do... I'll just go to TikTok and... Oh, I'll probably get some whack-ass videos if I just type knife to throat. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do that. You probably will. Book talk. Knife to. I'll do book talk trope and knife to throat. It'll be it'll be some thirst traps probably. I'm okay with that. Mm, You know what? Uh, So what's your rating? Wait, wait, wait. I have one last thought that I have. Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay, this reminds. I just had a weird, like, mind blown connecting popular culture. Mm -hmm. Rin and Korra from The Legend of Korra are, like, the hot-headed, powerful, kind of in charge. Did you watch Legend of Korra? Nope. Oh, my God. Okay. Should I? But Yes. Okay. They're so <laughs> similar. Are they? 
yes, both bisexual, like, warrior queens who are in touch with the gods, but very hot-headed, and keep losing their ability to actually use their powers, and are fighting these wars on multiple fronts, and oh my god, it's so fucking similar, I cannot believe I just saw it. It, you know what it reminded me a lot of was, uh, it, and it's probably because it's also based in history, but it reminded me a lot of Shadow and Bone. Okay. Like, uh, what's the main character in Shadow and Bone's name that I can't remember right now? What the main, fuck? Main, uh, no. No. Oh my god, what's... Sorry, I just burped. I I'm gonna get... That. No, it's okay. We're gonna get roasted for me not being able to remember her name. I have an excuse, because I haven't read it yet. Alina, Alina, Alina. Okay. Uh, like, she has the power of light, okay? Right. And then the Darkling... Has power, has of, the power dark. of darkness, right? <laughs> <laughs> but also, she like loses her powers, and it's also the whole book's like a metaphor for World War Two, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I was just like, huh, this kind of reminds me of that. Mm-hmm. The Psyche Six of Crows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at that! Look what look what we just did there! Wow. Um. Okay. What What do you rate it? Because I'm tired. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to do 4.5. I think that's really fair. I think, like... That 0.5 would have been if Naja and Rin just <laughs> had sex. Even a kiss. A real kiss. A real kiss instead of a kiss to... Stab you. Stab versus... A, Literally. Yeah. <laughs> or start burning them, because that's what she did in the dragon lair thing. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that because, like, the first book was obviously first book in a fantasy series, but it didn't feel as confusing. I felt, I felt, I felt, <laughs> I felt as other fantasy books. Like, I'm usually like, yeah. I understand zero, but I was like, okay, I'm with it. I'm fucking with it. I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Um, the second book, I was like, it's good. I just don't like Rin, but that doesn't mean it was bad. You know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. just like having a hard time with Rin. And then the third book, last bonus chapter, I was like, this is a five. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm with you. I think I'm going to give it a 4.5 as well. Overall. Whole Overall. Series. Yeah. Whole series. Mm-hmm. Because it was really good. But yeah, uh, I agree. If there was a little romance. And I know that wasn't the point. Like, I know. <laughs> it, that's it. Like, that is, that's just a reflection of me. And yeah. It what... was just like we were being edged the whole time. <laughs> yes. Right? Am I wrong? Carrie Styles would love this. (laughs) Edging. Edging. (laughs) We're definitely getting blocked for this episode. That's okay. It's all right. Um, Final overall rating of Mm 4.5. Yeah. Any other remarks? Um, Just that, like, I have so much respect for RF Kuang. Yeah. I will be buying Babel. Yeah, like I'm like I think she will be an automatic buy from here on out. Yeah, I feel that. I'm just sure. like I don't know, just like the way she was able to use like combining mysticism and mythology and like with history and multiple mm-hmm. time points in history and creating like even though I didn't like Rin, I was like, oh, I can relate to this holding on to anger to get through fucking everything. Like I get that. Right. Like and they're like relatable in a lot of ways. Also, I want to say too. Sorry, last thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that's frustrating. Like obviously, I don't think this is a YA technically. 
Yeah, it's not. It's like new adult slash actual like high fantasy. Um, but obviously Rin starts out being like 14, 13, 14 in the books and then quickly jumps to like 15, 16, but then yeah. like grows to like 22 or 23 throughout mm-hmm. the series. But it's like the frustrating thing about like books where the main character is so young and especially like dystopian or fantasy novels that are young people. It's like, why the fuck is there a 17 year old in charge? Like that yeah. wouldn't happen. But the progression of how young people got in charge of this book was through the multiple wars who actually killed off yeah. the older people who were in charge. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, it makes sense now. It's literally, and they reflect on it multiple times of like, this is now a war being fought by teenagers because everyone else has been killed. Yeah, and even Neja, he's not supposed to be in charge. No, he had an older brother. Yeah, and he died. Then he Rin got to kill his daddy, and yeah, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I th- I so it was just like the way, like there was nothing frustrating about this book except for my sexual frustration. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. Was, yeah, and it was like so. I think I will buy anything else that she ever writes. It was just done very well and made me want to learn more about you know asian history and whatnot and yeah i agree i agree i'm glad we read it because i felt like yeah. i was missing out on something for I so agree. long and now i'm like i'm in i'm in the club i'm I in understand. the club uh-huh it Give was very art. it was very good it was it's just like you do this is the series you like pay attention to yeah. it like you like you skip a few pages and you actually might miss something really important so yeah true <laughs> true yeah. and i um, didn't skip any pages and i still feel like i missed important things so me me oh wait i had favorite lines oh my books are on my bookshelf you can give me your favorite lines i forgot to grab them because oh, i was working mm, okay so maybe i don't like this as much as i did when i first tapped it because soji ended up being really shitty but he goes you don't fix hurts by pretending they never happened you treat them like infected wounds you dig deep with a burning knife and gouge out the rotten flesh and then maybe you have a chance to heal oh yeah i i I, justice for soji i wish he had a different arc character progression yeah because i liked him in the beginning Mm mm-hmm I was like, yeah, we love a, a guy who's willing to not let people die and call Rin out on being a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And then he ruined everything. He went and ruined everything by being a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Okay, that's it for that one. I didn't do anything for the second one. I thought this was really funny. This is page 47, and I think she just got... Because she's reading Venka. And... She's like, Runin. Venka mangled the name with her Sinegardian accent. <laughs> what kind of name is that? It's Southern, Rin said. I'm from Rooster Province. That's why your skin's so dark, Venka said. Brown as cow manure. And then Rin says, I went out in the sun once. You should try it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, there's just, like, little things, little quips that I yes. enjoyed. Yes. yes. Until they all became war criminals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and I think um, the first time I was like, Jiang is the um, gatekeeper mm-hmm. was on page 53 because I and I tabbed it. So it said the gatekeeper is lost. 
And I like, so I, from the get go, I was like, Jiang has to be the gatekeeper because he seems like he has no clue what the fuck is going on. Girl, your brain is so big. I wasn't even like latching on to this gatekeeper shit literally until like they're, she's walking into the Chulukarik with Alton and explains it. Seriously? Deadass. I was not, there were so many routes to focus on. That was like the le- also I was still trying to focus on like is Alton gonna be the love interest? Love interest. <laughs> I think no, I was looking like, too much into it. I was distracted. No, right away I was like Jiang is one hundred percent the gatekeeper. Bruh, mm-hmm. I did not. You are big brain, like five hundred IQ. Oh my god, could wait. not have been me. Jiang. Oh, June. Um, like hit. Jiang and he fell off the tree because he was like hanging from the tree <laughs> and Jiang just simply rolled to a sitting position shook out his left leg and brushed his white hair back past his shoulders that was rude he said dreamily <laughs> I just like I loved him I love him was, when he was and like the thing is like that wasn't him because yeah Dodgy had just put like a seal on him in a way where he like lost his marbles mm-hmm. but I still just oh fucking loved him yeah he was funny also oh this was a this was a good thing too like just the like how broken the country was and like racism and like the this oh this was like oh the american dream this is literally a reflection on i mean not specific to america but like made me think about like how the falsehood of the american dream mm-hmm. and rin goes the keju doesn't mean anything rin, rin said scathingly the keju is a ruse to keep uneducated peasants right where they've always been you slip past the keju they'll find a way to expel you anyway the keju keeps the lower classes sedated it keeps us dreaming. Mm-hmm. It's not a ladder for mobility. It's a way to keep people like me exactly where they were born. The keju is a drug. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, ooh, yeah. Ooh. So many smart little snip- snippets in here. Absolutely. Um, oh, this was, I think this was the first time I I got, like, the giggles and, like, kicked my feet in bed while reading this. <laughs> <laughs> Page 139, the corner of Alton's mouth quirked up in a terribly attractive grin, mm-hmm. beating erratically. What a rebel, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Alton. I hate myself. No, I don't. It's fine. Um, oh, this, just one little line. What a difference an accident of birth made. Yeah. In another world, she have grown up at an estate like this with all her desires within reach. In another world, she might have been born into power. Instead, she crawled her way there. And then... died. (laughs) How did you not get that Jiang was the gatekeeper? I was not even considering that layer of the story. I was like, ah, I don't know. I wasn't like they they mentioned the gatekeeper like once and I was like okay no they mentioned sounds him like... so many times <laughs> I don't know bro I was like okay I don't know cool I'm I'm sure we'll get more about that later <laughs> mm-hmm. and we did <laughs> we did I also I this I used yellow to be like foreshadowing this is what's gonna Look happen at you I know I used colors oh this time oh my god. Um, it was page 167 of the first one, and it was when they were watching the puppet show when mm-hmm. she goes back to Katai's oh, yeah. mm-hmm. estate or whatever. And it was, the gods did not send these heroes from the skies. Rather, they chose three children, war orphans, peasants, whose parents had been killed in village raids. Um, they were born of the humblest or- origins, but they were meant to walk with the gods. 
and I was like, okay, so Rin, that's that's where right. this is going. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said almost the same thing when Rin and Katai die in the end. Yeah. It was like almost the same like war orphan vibes. Yeah. Damn. Shit, dude. Um, okay, a few more. Oh, this is just a big thing about like who writes history and who actually wins mm-hmm. in these things. Um, it's like they're coming and we're staying and at the end of the day whoever is alive is the side that wins war doesn't determine who's right war determines who remains true yeah oh this is a big thing too on like perspective and just like actually understand understanding because there was the whole thing with like this is as real as everything is like why wouldn't the gods or like the pantheon be real like, mm-hmm. that's actually more real than what we see here on Earth and all the stuff and, like, the mind fuck of what, like, Inception type shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and this was, it's real in your mind, said Chagon. That's as real as anything gets. And that, oh, God, that was, like, Dumbledore from and Harry That Potter. was, like, Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> Chagon is Dumbledore. Yeah. Oh, my God, Chagon so is Dumbledore. Right? Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, okay. That'll be fine. I'll, I'll, I'll close with that one. Chaga is Dumbledore. <laughs> Chaga is, if we've discovered anything today. <laughs> Chaga. <laughs> Talking for an hour and a half. Uh, okay. I, I think also, that's what. Wait, sorry. Last thing. I thought there was going to be more Chaga in book three. We barely got any. Like, is Chaga I know. Alive? Like, his little reveal towards the end that he was, like, still alive was kind yeah. of, like, okay. But, I like, I wanted to see how he was doing without Kara. Yeah, and, like, was he dying? Or was he okay? No, no, no. They broke their bond at the end. No, 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 no. I know. But then when she, when they finally saw each other again and he was, like, kind of trying to stop her from getting the, the Red Emperor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the, whatever his name was, Riga. Um, she they were talking, and he goes, "Yeah, I'm dying, but like I'm okay." Right. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I also thought we were gonna get more of a reappearance of Chagon, and then more of his stuff. Yeah. Okay, we can call it. Okay, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our hardcover hose Discord. (coughs) Sorry. (laughs) Feel free to join our hardcover hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend. <laughs> okay, I'm d- exhausted. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Dixon. I'm Sammy Squirstad. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to be read list is The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading. <laughs>